Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, I want to talk about getting on the same page. Getting on the same page. How do we as a couple get on the same page? Because I don't know about you, sometimes we can take our spouse for granted or we can have some very troubled seasons or spots or subjects for which we just see life different. Now, I truly believe that in marriage that you can have unity without uniformity. What that means is you can have a unified alignment with one another and have different opinions, different ideas, different feelings. You can be quite different. I'm not asking that you have to be just like your spouse, but there's a difference between we have different opinions and we have a unified, aligned heart and vision. My wife and I, we've had different opinions about numbers of things through the years, but when it comes to moving forward, we recognize that we can have our differences, but when it comes to moving forward, we have to get on the same page and we have to come to some sort of agreement so that we are in alignment that our lives, our marriage, our family can move into that which God calls us into. Now, there's a great quote from Abraham Lincoln. It's a phenomenal quote. And you got to understand that Abraham Lincoln was president during the Civil War, during the time when this country was divided, family divided against family. And he said this, a house divided against itself cannot stand. A house divided against itself cannot stand. And when we think about those words that he said to a country, trying to lead them to a place where they can be unified once more, that is something that really should speak into our hearts because if we are walking in such a way where we are not facilitating unity, not uniformity, but unity, if we're not doing that, how can our marriage stand? How can our marriage make it the distance? And I believe that every marriage needs a plan so that the spouses can stay on the same page. Because without that, we lose focus, we lose agreement, and our hearts no longer get engaged. Let me say that again. When we are not on the same page, we lose focus, we lose agreement, and our hearts are no longer engaged. You see, marriage, it's, it's not a poker game. I don't know if you've ever played poker, but in poker where you're trying to bluff your opponent and take them from, for as much as you can, that's not marriage See, when in marriage, if you are competing with your spouse, let me tell you who loses, you both lose. Let me say that again. If you compete with your spouse, nobody wins, you both lose. And so I encourage couples, when it comes to navigating life and getting on the same page, um, picture, picture playing poker with your spouse, but instead of holding up your hand so that they can't see your cards, it's almost like you're playing poker with your hands wide open. Nothing is hidden, nothing is secret. Nobody's got any cards that are going to come out of their sleeves. Your, your, your spouse sees everything that you're playing with. And again, it seems like a weird metaphor that you play poker with your hands open, but I believe that's the best metaphor for getting on the same page because it simply says, this is what you have, this is what I have, and let's see, more importantly, what do we have right there. That's it. What do we have? So I want to help you get on the same page today. I want this week to be a week where what you guys work on is making sure that you are getting on the same page. So how do we do that? I wrote down five simple things today. Five things. Number one, have consistent connect points. Have consistent connect points. 
And what I mean by that is have consistent uh, connection moments that are scheduled or kind of set throughout the week. Um, something that my wife and I, when we first started doing this, we had two connect points that were just almost like non-negotiables. They were Sunday night and they were Thursday night. Sunday night was all about going for a walk or if it was raining, we'd sit on the bed and just have a good five to 15 minute talk about the week. What can we expect in this week? How do we get on the same page so that our schedules are coinciding? We know what's happening with our lives, um, our kids, our ministry. Um, it was the, sometimes those moments where Ann would look at the schedule because I can tend to be a workaholic and she would say, you know what, with, with your load this week, there is no, no more appointments. Nothing else can be scheduled. And in my mind, I'm like, no, I can fit more. More people need my help. And she's like, listen, we need you around here. You need to rush your brain. And we would have those moments of just simply getting on the same page because it helped bring accountability. And then we would do something midweek, um, like around Thursday, where we would go for a walk and just talk about how has the week gone? Did we stay consistent? Did we stay true to what we talked about on Sunday? And now what does the weekend look like? And those connect points can be five to 15 minutes, but it is amazing how the week can flow when, you, when you're getting on the same page because you're restoring focus, agreement, and your hearts are staying engaged. Number two, celebrate more than you criticize. Celebrate more than you criticize. When you get together, make sure that you're getting together not to just simply point out what's wrong. I think you should always start off with celebration. And so in our home, especially during tough seasons, something that we make sure that we, that we return back to is the art of celebration. Like if you look at any one of our family members and you say, what are your three things today? They will know exactly what you're talking about. They're gonna think through three things to celebrate. And so get in the mode where when you get together, you get together to first celebrate what has been going on. Get your spouse and yourself in the mode where you just say, these are my three things I'm celebrating this week. These are my three things I'm celebrating today. And it will shift and change the atmosphere of your conversation so much that when you're getting together to quote unquote, be on the same page, that it's not always this heavy, critical moment, but you're getting together to celebrate and you look forward to sharing things with your spouse. Number three, be clear. Be clear. When I work with premarital couples, I talk about assertiveness. And assertiveness is simply this, sharing what you want while connecting an emotion to it. Because the idea is when you use an emotion connected to the subject, I miss you. I feel disconnected. Therefore, I want more time with you. Your spouse understands, yes, they, that you want more time, but it's being driven because of that feeling of disconnected. You're feeling like you're, you're missing something out. Um, when be, just be clear and make sure your clarity always has that emotional thing. Now, I've had people say, well, I'm not a very emotional person. I'm this on the Enneagram scale. Listen, don't let your personality test, your Enneagram number, or whatever it is that defines who, who your or what your personality is like, make sure that you connect your emotion to, to it. What is it? The thing that you're wanting to talk about, the thing that is moving your heart, what is it actually doing to you? That's how I help couples learn how to do this as I ask them, okay, you want this or you want more of this, you want less of this, why? What does it do to you? When it's present, what happens in your heart? When it's, when it's missing, what's happening in your heart. And that helps people to understand the urgency and uh, the depth of the desire of that issue. 
Number four, repeat without condescending. Repeat without condescending. Just because, just because you know what you said doesn't mean you communicated it clearly. Let me say that again. Just because you know what you said and you understand what you said does not mean that you communicated it clearly. I have couples that that fight about this constantly and they'll talk to me about it. Well, I've said it. I shouldn't have to repeat myself. But just because you said something out loud does not mean you communicated it in an appropriate way. You've got to learn to repeat without condescending. Repeat yourself over and over to make sure that you and your spouse know exactly what has been said and what has been communicated so that nothing is missed. And number five, and I think this is so important, check in with each other to report the progress. Check in with each other to report the progress. It's not about reporting as to not get in trouble. I'm talking about reporting so that you guys can see the progress that you are making. To me, it's all about the progress. It's not about the destination. It's about the progress. It's about the growth. That's what progress is. And so when you check in with each other, like Ann and I will do that midweek thing in order to check in with one another, it's there that brings accountability, but also brings encouragement because we get to see progress is made. You see, when you look at the idea of being on the same page, it's not about settling who's right or wrong. It's not about getting the other person to have to think like we do. It's all about getting on the same page so that you can move forward. That's all. That's all it's about. So this week, I'm going to challenge you. Get on the same page. It means you got to be humble. It means you got to open up. But it's there in order to get you and your spouse to move forward. So that's all I've got today. Get yourself on the same page. Don't be that divided house set up against itself because when you get on that same page, you get focus, you get agreement, and your hearts are engaged. Love you all. Have a great week. God bless.